Welcome and thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption with Kelly Rourke Scary and me, Ron Rains, where we delve into the issues of adoption from every angle of the adoption triad. Do what's best for your kid and for yourself because if you can't take care of yourself, you're definitely not going to be able to take care of that kid and that's not fair. And I know that my daughter will be well taken care of with them. Don't have an abortion. Give this child a chance. All I could think about was needing to save my son. My name is Kelly Rourke-Scary. I am the executive director, president, and co-founder of Building Arizona Families Adoption Agency, the Donna K. Evans Foundation, and creator of the You Before Me campaign. I have a bachelor's degree in family studies and human development and a master's degree in education with an emphasis in school counseling. I was adopted at the age of three days, born to a teen birth mother, raised in a closed adoption, and reunited with my birth mother in 2007. I have worked in the adoption field for over 15 years. And I'm Ron Raines. I've worked in radio since 1999. I was the co-host of two successful morning shows in Prescott, Arizona. Now I work for my wife, who's an adoption attorney, and I'm able to combine these two great passions and share them on this podcast. Let's talk about adoption positive language. Adoption positive language. Correct. As opposed to adoption negative language. Correct. Okay. We um, always want to be positive. The glass is always half full. Right. And when you're talking about adoption, when you're talking to somebody who's a part of the adoption triad, when you're broaching the adoption subject as a whole, using adoption positive language does a couple things. One, it inspires other people around you to pick up and use the same language, Mm -hmm. which then changes the culture of adoption. It starts to change the outlook and perspective and stereotypes. And that's the goal. Before this podcast, you and I were talking kind of candidly off the mic. We never do that, Ron. No, (laughs) never. And uh, basically, I'd said that it's hard to let go of things in language in particular that you've heard all your life. Um, I can't think of an example other than the one in adoption, which is she gave up her baby for adoption. Oh, I can think of another one. Okay. The politically correct terms that have changed over special needs. Okay, certainly. Or races. There are certain things that... Races, special needs. Everything that, when it changes... You want to make sure that you don't offend anybody, that you don't hurt anybody's feelings. Mm -hmm. And so you always try to make sure that you used the most correct, most friendly usage of the word. Right. Respectful. However, even those, like some of those words, it was easy to drop because it's like, wow, you know that's that's wrong. But the one phrase in particular that was hard to drop because it's like no it's not correct first of all the give up a baby for adoption that was hard to change and that's the most common mistake that i hear people making but you're right i mean those other words we can let go of those and this is another phrase that we should let go of correct because nobody is giving up anything right if anything they're given an opportunity correct the reverse Mm mm-hmm and when a baby is placed for adoption, that offers a very different connotation than if a woman gives up a baby for adoption mm-hmm. because she's not giving anything. She's still a mother. Right. She's not parenting, but she's still a mother. She'll always be a mother. Correct. 
by nature of giving birth, she will forever be a mother. Mm-hmm. And by making the beautiful choice of adoption, she will solidify her status and role as a mother. And so I think that that's a really good analogy of, of giving up a baby because nobody gives up a baby. But mm-hmm. yet that is what has been said for so many decades. Certainly. And to even today, I have women that come in that are pregnant and wanting to make an adoption plan. And they're using that terminology. Right. And we because still that's correct what them. they've heard. Correct. And with that, giving up a baby, it carries a very negative connotation. Mm-hmm. And when their friends and family may not be on board with their adoption plan, if they're using the terminology, I'm giving up a baby or you're going to give up my grandson, that's very different conjecture than I'm placing a baby for adoption. I'm placing my baby with this adoptive family. Right. Very different. And especially nowadays where the adoptions are more open than they ever have been in the past, you're not giving up that baby you're still a part of that baby's life for at least 18 years that's correct probably the rest of your life and so when we when we look at these terms that we're going to go kind of walk through Mm -hmm. i think it's really important to understand that the goal is not only for people in the adoption community and members of the triad to use these terms but society as a whole you know, words are contagious. If you start using this terminology, it will catch on. And again, our goal is to change society's view right. to a educate. more positive approach and educate them on adoption. It's funny. Teenagers come up with these catchphrases and, I mean, they spread like wildfire. <laughs> and some of them, I used to think I was cool and hip with my teenagers. Now I'm... You've I'm, just given up? I've given up. Yeah, I, me too. And I can't, I can't, I can't stay in the cool realm because I can't keep up with it. I mean, some of the, the terms are just, um, what was the latest one that my daughter was saying? Oh, that's sweet. Oh, that's sour or something. No, what is it? It's sweet. And I don't remember the other one. Salty. Yes. Salty. I've heard, but I don't really, it's obviously the opposite of sweet. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I guess we're getting old, Ron. Salty. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the term in parentheticals, birth mother, has not always been a part of the language around adoption. Mm -hmm. Its use became common in the 50s and 60s with uh, the author and mother who was Pearl S. Buck and formalized by Marietta Spencer, who was a social worker at the Children's Home Society of Minnesota in 1979. So that's a relatively new term, birth mother. Now, some agencies say that she's not technically a birth mother until she has had the baby and placed the baby for adoption and she's really an expectant mother. And I think, in my humble opinion, Mm -hmm. that either one is just fine to use. I think a birth mother is fine. I think expectant mother mother is fine. fine. I think in the adoption community, birth mother is way more commonly used Mm -hmm. than expectant mother. But I've heard both and I don't think either of them are offensive or confusing. Right. I wouldn't see why they would be. So positive adoption language is what is arguably the preferred language of adoption agencies and adoptive families. Mm -hmm. And it's just language that's respectful to all involved. Right. Because words just don't convey just facts. They also evoke feelings. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, when we're using a word to discuss a particular race, those can evoke a lot of feelings. Mm -hmm. And people can become very passionate. I think as society, we should be as passionate about adoption and adoption language than we should on any other entity or aspect or group of people. It's part of the person's identity. Correct. So adoption language would be important, again, to educate others. Also to protect the dignity of the child and the family involved. Mm -hmm. And that is where you are using the phrase, give the child up for adoption. Or given away. That would be hard for that child to hear. Can you imagine? That would be very hurtful. And as an adoptee, that that would be really hard. And that would also unintentionally shame the child. Like, what did they do wrong to be given away? Yeah, why right? did they have to give me away? What, what, What's yeah. wrong with me? Mm-hmm. And so by using adoption positive language, we can not put those thoughts or feelings onto somebody else. Okay. And I think that's important. I think, now, I think that's really important. Now, how about real parents? Another one that's really offensive. It can be, if you think about it from the other side, like the person that's receiving that, you know, especially somebody like me who wasn't adopted. If somebody asks you about your quote unquote real parents, you got to realize that's hurtful. Because what makes a parent? Right. Is it the fact of giving birth or the fact of raising a child or how about both? I was going to say both. Yeah. I would agree that it's both. And I think that when you... When you do say real mother, real father, real family, that really negates what both sides are doing. What both sides are Mm -hmm. doing. I wouldn't even say it's just one side. I would say it's both. And I think constantly saying this is my adoptive parent or my, you know, rather than just saying this is my adoptive mom, Mm -hmm. rather than just saying mom. This is mom. Now, I will say that adoptees, when they're discussing both of their moms to somebody else will use, this is my adoptive mom, this is my biological mom, when they're, because otherwise it can get confusing. You need to differentiate right. who you're talking about. But on a regular day-to-day basis, I think putting that in front of that, that word, whether it's adoptive or biological, mm-hmm. is almost like it's not an entirety. Yeah, it definitely depends on the context of the conversation, but you're absolutely right. For all intents and purposes, it's mom and mom and dad and dad. Yeah. And using terms when a a birth mother decides not to place her child for adoption, Mm -hmm. saying she's going to parent her child is is the correct and most appropriate way to say it. Okay. Not that she um, kept her baby. She decided to parent her baby. Again, it's just respectful. It is respectful and honorable. Mm-hmm. Avoiding terms like abandoned, surrendered, released, relinquished, gave up for, or put up for adoption mm-hmm. are really mm-hmm. almost derogatory in nature. And again, it is shaming the child and the birth parents by using those terms. Right. And that's not at all what adoption is about. Adoption is, is about the beauty of selflessness. When there are questions, um, maybe if you're in the grocery store, I've told talked about it before, where yeah. people will come up and just start saying things. And, and usually without thinking. I hope they're not thinking. <laughs> right. If those were said after a lot of forethought, then I'd oh be even more God. concerned. Just horrible people. Right. Okay. Uh, who are his real parents? <laughs> and, 
you know, that is implying that you're not really a parent, right. which is not the case. No. Or aren't you wonderful to adopt this child? Well, this child wasn't a charity case and you're not, you know, this child is a blessing to you as much as you are a blessing to this child. And actually, I think I'm pretty wonderful with or without the adoption. Right. <laughs> you are, Ron. You are. <laughs> How could his real mother give away an adorable baby? I think it, it would be it, it would be intrusive and offensive to the degree of walking up to somebody you don't know and saying, "Why are you wearing that ugly shirt?" Right, and you're I, like even more so because it's not just about your clothing; it's about your child, who you are, and your child. Right, certainly. right. So I think that we really need to watch what we say, when mm-hmm. we say it, and to whom we say it. You know, questions that seem innocent, like, why was she given up for adoption? Mm -hmm. Or it's just like having one of your own, isn't it? Are actually really hurtful. Yeah. And as an adoptee, I will tell you, these are hurtful. Right. And they're things that linger in your mind afterwards and make you think, and your mind goes places that your mind wouldn't have gone necessarily had had those statements not Had that person not said that thing. You know, I see comments made even more often when the child was obviously adopted. So if you have... Um, a different race. Right. Or, right. And what what I hope people take away from this particular podcast is this. Think before you talk. And that's me speaking in tongues because I am notorious for not always thinking before I talk. We all make mistakes. We do. Mm-hmm. But strive to aim higher and remember the consequences of words and that words do leave lasting impressions. And when you are conscientious of what you're doing and you're thinking about adoption and you're talking about adoption, use adoption positive language so that we can make this language contagious. This weekend, I saw a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and it really brought my mind back to when Kelly and I recorded this episode of Birth Mother Matters in Adoption. While the film really had nothing to do with adoption per se, it did have a lot to do with kindness and how we treat each other. Fred Rogers, or as many of us know him, Mr. Rogers, seems to have lived his life truly caring about others, especially children and their feelings. Although I'm a huge believer in free speech and the ability to say essentially anything we want to, I also believe that comes with a tremendous responsibility to ourselves and others. Just because you can say something doesn't mean that you should, and it takes great strength and maturity to be able to control your tongue. As we talked about in this podcast, it's not necessarily that people are being malicious when they say hurtful things to others. Mostly, I would say that they just lack the understanding of how these words can affect somebody who is in a different situation than we are. I want to challenge all of our listeners to take a little time before we say something and try to think about how that would make us feel if we were in their shoes. I think it would do all of us as individuals and society as a whole a lot of good to treat each other with a little more kindness, kind of like Mr. Rogers treated people. We have a pregnancy crisis hotline available 24-7 by phone or text at 623-695-4112, or you can call our toll-free number 1-800-340-9665. We can make an immediate appointment with you to get you to a safe place, provide food and clothing, and start it on creating an Arizona adoption plan or give you more information. You can check out our blogs on our website at azpregnancyhelp.com. Thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters and Adoption, written and produced by Kelly Rourke-Scary and edited by me, 
Ron Rains. If you enjoy this podcast, rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, thanks to Grapes for letting us use their song I Don't Know as our theme song. Join us next time for Birth Mother Matters in Adoption. For Kelly Rourke Scary, I'm Ron Rains, and we'll see you then.